Hello and welcome to Eat the Damn Cake. I am Carly. And I'm Maddie. And we're back again this week and we have a special guest today. So I'm so excited to welcome someone that I know personally who has ridden with me at Bespoke for a very long time, but also works in the food and beverage industry and is known as an intro sommelier. Welcome, Catherine Corbo. Thank you guys. I mean, I missed the most important part. She's running the Boston Marathon for the first time ever. Going to attempt. In two weeks, right? Walk, run. Yeah, two weeks. Oh my God, two weeks from today. (gasps) That is so exciting. Oh my my God. It's going to be fine. (laughs) Honestly, I can't even imagine because it was maybe six or seven weeks ago. Someone offered me a bib last minute and I was like, (laughs) yes. And everyone around me was like, no, you you with your ribs? No, absolutely not. Yeah, because you'd have to like, triple down on the training literally though that's so exciting I'm literally so happy that you're doing that a bucket list for forever like I've been saying that I've been wanting to do it for like 10 years and finally I was able to uh, get the schedule this winter that I was able to train correctly amazing yeah oh my gosh that is so I'm so jealous I really do want it's a bucket list item for me too um, I don't know if it is for me. <laughs> one day. I get very emotional watching it. You will see me at the halfway point, probably crying my eyes out. I will be out. there too. Oh, awesome. You guys are going to be at the 13.1 yep. in Wellesley. Yep. yep. I'll be at Good. Bespoke. And yep. there's a DJ there. It's so fun. Perfect. It's literally the bet. Like the halfway point is a party. I cried last time I was I I get so emotional watching people get to the halfway point. I'm literally in hysterics. I get emotional by myself. I'm like out for my own like eight miler and it's the last mile. I'm like, you got this. You can get through. It's It's so crazy. Um, So like we said, she's running the Boston Marathon, but also while she works in the food and bev industry, she is also a fitness and health enthusiast and advocate to try to make a balance out of her lifestyle, but also staying healthy and being able to incorporate those things that you need in order to stay strong and, you know, balance mental health and physical health. Um, so I think it just makes so much sense for you to be here because I think a lot of people in the food and bev industry probably do struggle to find that balance. Yeah, it's challenging for L- sure. Like I, I know I can speak from firsthand. I know you make it a priority because yeah. I've seen you, you have to repeatedly at yeah. Bespoke and my happy place. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I kind of want to bring it back to the beginning. Mm-hmm. Where when's your birthday? What sign are what you? What sign are yep. you? <laughs> so I researched this because I knew you guys were going to ask. Yeah. <laughs> we're like, so predictable now. <laughs> um, so May 19th, so Taurus. Oh my oh. gosh. I love a Taurus. Yeah. I love a Taurus. Strong. Yes. yes. Bold. Strong, well, bold. Yeah. Yes. Um, but it's May 19th, so it's on that cusp of, of Gemini. Gemini. I'm yes. a Gemini. You're okay. 10 days before me. Oh, so. awesome. Yeah. yeah hey. She is. And um, I'm a Pisces and... Taurus and Pisces are the most compatible for okay. each other. Yeah. There so we we're go. compatible. So that's why we like got along. I immediately up and gave you a hug. I, yeah. know. <laughs> I just knew we were going to be besties. <laughs> I just could tell you were a Taurus. So where did you grow up? Where did you go to school? And how did you kind of get to where you were today? So I grew up um, in Taunton. 
Um, oh my, gosh. my parents, uh, I lived in the same house for 25 years. Um, and when I was probably about 12, um, my parents got a summer home in Mashpee in New Seabury, which oh, is so how fun. I kinda, my God, best summers of my life. Oh, I was going like, to say that's probably, <laughs> it was unbelievable. So like reminiscing. Fun. It's unbelievable. It's amazing. Um, so we were, so we did the summer home. So I was going kind of like back and forth. Um, we went between Taunton and the Cape a lot. Um, in the summertime, we were fortunate enough that we were able to like stay down there. So, so fun. when I got old, enough I was like well I need a, a job because my dad's like if you want to drive the jeep you need to be able to put gas in it so I'm like all right fair, fair enough, enough. Yeah, that's, that's fair fair dad. um so I was like all right well what can I do so I ended up going to the New Seabury Golf Club and they were like well you know we need a server for functions so like the weddings and stuff like that mm-hmm. um and I started working those on you know the weekends and it was so much fun. That's so awesome. Like running a party. Yeah. yeah. No, literally is. though. People are always in a good mood. They're always happy. Um, so then when I came time for me to, you know, start thinking about schools, I knew I wanted to be in the city for college. Hospitality. Yep. So, well, I actually, so I went to Emanuel College. Oh, amazing. Um, and they didn't have a hospitality program. So I just did uh, communications and I minored in management. Perfect. perfect. Um, and I still all like, even when I was in school, I was going back to work weddings um, on the weekends, if there was like a big one and they needed me, that's, like that's how much I loved it. I was like, I it is a lot of fun. I feel like I have never worked like an event like that, but I have a lot of friends that work weddings and they're like, it's really fun and less stressful than like, if you were to be like in a restaurant yes, serving instead, right. like right. it's because everyone, higher like, energy. Exactly. Because they're all there and they like, they want a party. Yeah. They're having a great time. And you're like, love this for us. Yeah, it's great. And then <laughs> like, you can see like all the dresses and what people are wearing. It's amazing. Um, so then when it came time for me, my senior year to pick an intern, cause you have to like do an internship your senior year. Okay. Um, I actually went to the food service provider like on campus. So we had, it was called Bon Appetit Management Company. It's a a corporate catering company that caters to schools, universities, and like corporate offices. Cool. Um, And they were like, yeah, you know, we've never had an intern, but like you made a really good case. So sure. Like, I'm like, okay. (laughs) First intern ever. Okay. Literally, I think I was like the first and only like Bon Appetit Management Company intern. Like it was so much fun. And I just like hung out with the catering director and I got like so much experience about like how kitchens work and like scheduling, you know, like chefs and making menus. It was so much fun. Um, And then when I graduated, so I graduated in uh, 2011, uh, Bon Appetit was opening um, um, on the MIT campus. Oh my gosh. And they were going to be the food service provider for MIT at that time. So they asked me if I wanted to uh, you know, work like there, be one of the managers. Yeah. So it was super fun. I got so, I learned more, I think in that first like year or two mm-hmm. um, out of college at that job than I yeah. think I have in any like, well, when you're thrown position. into it, in oh, that, literally, you yeah. have like no choice. You're, you're like, like have fun. Yeah. And you're like, <laughs> me on the loading dock. I'm like, bye. Like, I'll figure it out at 22. I'm yeah. good. Oh, literally, that my God. Okay. It was scary. It was, Off it was I go. scary. Yeah. So you spearheaded MIT by yourself, like management? No. So there was, so the MIT campus has five, um, like live in dining halls. So their dining halls are, um, inside of the dorms. Oh. Um, so I was just like one of the managers of one of the houses, like, one which of the I mean, halls. yeah. Yeah, that's still that's a lot. Still a, a was, big bite to oh, chew off as your like, first this job. This is wild. Like, <laughs> wow. but it was so much fun. And then I ended up being part of the team that, like, in the summers, if we were open 
opening a new account, I would go to the new accounts with a couple of other managers and we would like set up the new accounts and oh wow. my god, it was so much fun. I still talk to like all of my Yeah, I was gonna say I can only imagine. They were like at my wedding. Like I was at, I had a bon appetit table. Oh my, oh my god. <laughs> they critiqued the food the whole time. Oh, oh I'm sure. <laughs> I was gonna say they were like, Oh, okay. Yeah. They're like the fillet was a little bit well done. They're like, I We could have we could have catered your wedding. <laughs> yeah. Basically. I'm like, sorry guys. Like, oh my god. <laughs> I love that. That's amazing. So after that job, mm-hmm. um, where did you go next? So I was with Bon Appetit for about five years doing various. I did the marketing. I actually went back to Emanuel College where I graduated for them and did the marketing there. Amazing. Um, and created uh, the first, uh, I think it was like the first Instagram page. Because this was, I mean, you're talking like 10 years ago now. So Instagram was kind of new. And, yeah. Um, now, obviously, they all have like Twitter, Instagram, everything. Right. Um, and then after about probably five years of being there, I was like, okay, like, you know, I just kind of wanted to see what else was out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you have your experience. You can. You have a resume right. built up them. Right. Yeah. I wanted to dabble. So um, my boyfriend, who's now my husband at the time, he was working for a private golf club. And he's like, you know, maybe you should look into private clubs. Yeah. So I just started like sending my resume out to, you know, different clubs. And there was a club that responded um, that was in uh, Newton, Mass. Oh, amazing. Yeah. So oh I worked gosh. there. I worked. Uh, I was. Near like our like hometown. Yeah. yeah. I love Newton. My aunt yeah. and my um, cousin, they live in Newton. Yeah. It's a great spot. Amazing. No, it's it's great. Perfect in between suburb city. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it has a great and lots of great restaurants around there too. Yeah, so many. And what was awesome was that I got I stayed like when I was working there. They their house was literally across the street from the club, so I stayed with them. That's great. I'm like Chestnut Hill was like five minutes away. I'm like this place is great. I know it's wonderful. Live here forever. (laughs) (laughs) Newton is awesome. Yeah, Newton's awesome. So so I was you know I was there for it was a little over a year, um, and then that's when I had gotten engaged. So. Um, my that. husband was down the Cape and I was in Newton and I'm like, all right. Were you doing is... long distance this whole yes. time? Oh my yeah, gosh. This whole time. This whole time. So I said, wow. all right, we need to, you know, kind of figure, we, we need to figure this out now. Yeah. So I got, we got it, we got engaged and that's when I, I left the club and we moved in together because we couldn't move in together until we were engaged. That was my 93 year old grandmother's like wish. Oh my God. Uh, (laughs) Okay. Yeah. I was like, all right, Nan. We're basically on that track right now. So so we moved to the Pine Hills in Plymouth. Oh, fun. So did you stay in Newton and make that commute or did you? Nope. So we moved in together because we had gotten engaged. Yeah. So then I left the job in Newton and we moved in together in Plymouth. And then um, I had gotten a job back on the Cape and that's when I went to uh, another club. Oh, amazing. Yeah, another club down the Cape. Oh my gosh. So I feel like you have had so many experiences at different. In the past 10 years. Places. (laughs) Right. So a lot of people are like, oh wow, like you've had, you know, a lot of a lot of jobs, but in, in this industry, it's like, I mean, it's a lot of turnover and it's not necessarily because you like want to leave a place or something, but there's just so many opportunities and there's so many different ways of like, you know, personal growth that you can go. So it's always kind of just like chasing like the next thing. Oh my gosh. hundred percent. Because I, I mean, we, we only know a small percentage of that because we grew up similar around the um, restaurant industry with what our dad does, mm-hmm. but you see managers at, um, restaurants and you'll go to a different restaurant a year later, they'll be the GM at that restaurant. You know yeah. what I mean? And you'll see them mm-hmm. all over the place. So that is like totally part of the industry. 
No one should judge you for having a lot of jobs. No, I'm Carlos has like 92. I, yeah. I'm a fir- bespoke <laughs> is my longest job that I've had. Four years. Four yes, years. Yeah. strong. I know. Actually, besides legals, but that wasn't full time. That was, yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> I think Lululemon was the longest time. I worked in one spot and that was not even two years. Yeah. So. so. Well, my dad's had the same job since he was like 13. Yeah. He took over like He's my like, grandfather's like business. So he like the fact that I've <laughs> had the amount of jobs that I have, like gives him like palpitation. He's yeah. like, what do you mean like, you're going to a new yes. place? You're like, yes. what? <laughs> Literally every time he's like, all right, so she has a new job again. I'm like, no, yeah, this is a good it's thing. It's more because they have to remember when people ask like, oh, yeah. oh hey, <laughs> like, where are they now? now? And, and they're like. So, um, I don't, I don't He's know. like, oh, she was at New Seabury <laughs> yeah, in college. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know. My dad literally the other day was like, yeah, I took one of your spin classes. And I was like, no, you never have. And he's like, yeah, I have at Cycle Bar. I'm like, dad, that was like five years ago. You haven't taken a bespoke that class. That was and he five goes, years ago. Yeah. I, he was like, you, you haven't. I have come. And I was like, no, no, you haven't. You've never come to Bespoke. Four years now. And he's like, wow. it's been that long? You've seen that job that long? I'm like, yes. Thank you. Like dads. All dads are the same in that are. They really are. Yeah, so Jeez. don't worry. He definitely, there. there's no, we will never judge you for having multiple jobs. I know. I think that's amazing. I think that's. You need to grow experience. your experience yes. all. And there's mm-hmm. so many different types of people you work with, different positions, different learnings mm-hmm. with each one. So I am a firm believer in getting all that love life experience yeah and it kind of makes you better like it betters yourself absolutely i feel like it also helps you choose exactly what you like first what you don't like Mm -hmm. and speaking of like how did you get into wine so uh after the second club so Mm -hmm. when i moved back to the cape um i was there for about two years and then there was a, a close friend of um, my husband and I's who owned a restaurant in Falmouth and we had, we used to go in there. It was like our date night spot. Like the best. whenever Dave and I wanted like a date night, we would go there. Um, and he had happened to mention when we were in for dinner one night, how he was looking for like a new floor manager. And I was like, all right, like I'll, you know, give my resume. Why not? Yeah. yeah. Out. Um, and it was kind of a long process. Like I remember sending the resume. I didn't hear from him for about two, three months. Um, and then I came in for an interview and then I didn't hear again for like, you know, probably another month. And then oh um, they offered, he offered me the job. So, um, and that was actually my longest. I was there for like three and a half years. Oh my gosh. Oh my and gosh. it was amazing. Like I absolutely loved that restaurant, everything about it. Um, but so the owner, uh, he was a big wine. He was a wine guy. So part of the restaurant, it was also a wine bar. Love. Um, so you kind of, it was like a prerequisite. Like I had to really like start doing my research. Yeah. And I was going to be able to sell, you know, correctly to customers. Mm-hmm. So the person who was in the position um, before me was a gentleman who, um, he, he was a certified SOM. Oh, So amazing. I kind of wanted to, you know, do the same, be, yeah, you know, be yeah. just as good, be great for the restaurant and have that knowledge. So that's when I started being like, all right, I'm going to, I want to do this like so that I can better your restaurant and I can have the knowledge for myself. And wow. it's now turned into something that it's like a fun hobby for me. Oh. I think it's awesome. So while you're going through that SOM training, mm-hmm. for those of you who don't know what a SOM is, sommelier, it's a expert in wine, wine. Expert. Yeah, yeah in wine there are water sommeliers too which i feel like i could do oh, yeah because like you can tell the def- difference <laughs> yes. between like dasani and aquafina yes, yes. Um, literally <laughs> when you were talking about your marathon training she was mentioning that she's been drinking like gatorade because of electrolytes yeah prior so evian supposedly is the best or fiji is like 
two of the best waters oh. with the most natural electro- electrolytes because of where they come from, the source. Okay. Ones that have added electrolytes like Sencha and Smart Water and mm-hmm. like Core Hydration are actually not good. And I'm heartbroken because okay. all I drank was Essentia for the longest time. But yeah, I drank Essentia for a long time. Oh, yeah, because yeah. I thought that the was like, line. yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, the but water. Evian has a very thick taste. Honestly, if it's cold, it's way better. Okay. If it's like lukewarm, it does taste weird. But See, I like room temp water. Me too. Me too. I'm like the same way. Water. I my never teeth, drink cold my water. My little teeth get cold. <laughs> <laughs> my big teeth, but they get cold. <laughs> Maybe. Um, so anyways, <laughs> wondering about your SOM training and what it entails mm-hmm. and how much added work that was on top of your all already job. Right. So... Um, I decided, you know, okay, this is, you know, what I want to do. So then you have to look at the the schedule because I did it through, it's called the court of master sommeliers and it's kind of like the worldwide, um, institution for you to get all of these, you know, trainings. So I looked at the schedule and they were, they were offering, um, the level one, uh, testing, um, here in Boston, they have it at grill 23, um, which was, that was super cool being able to go there and like take classes there. That is really cool. Um, so I said, okay, so that's in February. This was probably like November that I decided this. So then you have to get the workbook and they basically are like, okay, like you have to, it's up to you to study and learn this material. And then you go to the class at girl 23 and you, you take the test <gasps> and you like either pass or fail. <laughs> That's so it? I, it. You yeah. literally just have to study on your own and then So for the, for the level one. Yeah. So it was like, it was a, it was a big book and there was all these different chapters and there was tests at the end of the chapters. So what I did was like, I read through the whole book Mm -hmm. and then I went back and like to the, at the the quiz questions on the back of the book, I would like do the quizzes Mm -hmm. and then make sure that the answers were right. And then I made flashcards. Like, so then I went back and made flashcards. So I was at like the host stand at the restaurant, like with Studying. my flashcards. Oh, and I was lucky gosh. enough where like, they let me like my, you know, my boss was okay with me studying, you know, while I was there because yeah. it was something that I was doing for the restaurant. Wow. That's amazing. Um, yeah. So it was, it was the things that I like learned that I never would have. Yeah. I'm like sure. the word phylloxera. Like <laughs> apparently it's like this virus that can grow on the vines of grapes that can, um, make the wine basically like you can't, like if your vines can't like get phylloxera, then you can't make wine. So it's like detrimental to a vineyard if they get oh that. But like, gosh. I never knew that. No, I, me neither. And I'm I like, I love the word. New. Yeah, wow. it is like a cool word. Like, it's so big. <laughs> it's a big, so it's a big word. Big word. Wow. Exactly. That is crazy. Yeah. So. Oh, gosh. But when you get up to the, the higher levels, that's when it gets a little bit more challenging because you have to be able to do, um, it's called deductive tasting. So mm-hmm. it's when you get a wine that's put in front of you and you have to taste it and smell it and you essentially have to um, say what it is. <gasps> like know the, the grape. Know the note. Yeah. So you have to kind of talk yourself through it. There's like basic guiding points that you have to, like there's questions that you have to answer to yourself and obviously to the panel like yeah you can decide what wine it is so like what are you smelling um what's like is it tan like is there tannins in it oh um gosh. like where do you think it's from like what part of the world uh yeah it's it's I feel like roger could do that yeah. <laughs> honestly i feel like he would and i think we one time did a taste test with him and he like Got it right away. He killed it. Yeah. yeah I, I think Love one it. time we did like a really cheap red and then like a more expensive like red. Two of the same, like let's say it was a cab salve. And he got it and like Nick didn't and I didn't. Like we were all <laughs> like, this is the expensive one. They're like, that one's four ninety nine. We're like, okay. 
<laughs> Which actually, like, honestly, a lot of times, like, just because it's an inexpensive wine doesn't mean that it's a bad wine. Right. Like, those Boda Boxes, like, oh. Boda Box yes. is not bad. I know. Oh. Boda Box is good. We have one. <laughs> nice. Yeah. We do have a, a Boda Box. Yes, we do. <laughs> On but, tap, baby. Yeah. <laughs> literally. I literally. Right no messy cork. It's I know. Fine. It's wonderful. Yeah. I love it. Keeps really well, too. So, yeah. <laughs> now I want to get more in. So, that is your food and bev background mm -hmm. yeah. now i want to get into your exercise enthusiast background where where that started where your love for exercise came in etc cetera, etc cetera. Mm -hmm. um so my mom had been a runner and a weightlifter Wow. from like so she always tells stories she was um an exercise like an aerobics instructor at the ymca oh my gosh oh, was she that. like the step one yes like, yeah with like the weights around the ankle i wish they had those still yep the leotards that are like a thong yeah, yeah when it's like call on me yeah yeah in that music video <laughs> and she actually had a dj that made her mixtapes for her for her classes what yes your mom's like, really she cool. was ahead of her time i need to get in touch with that her crazy because yeah. you have to like hold the microphone in front of like the radio to like yes. get I don't even know oh my gosh yeah so she taught at the YMCA so um she always says that I was like in the carrier like in the room with her <laughs> just when she chilling. was like teaching her You're classes like, yeah baby like, like Duke next <laughs> to me when yes. I'm teaching spin yeah exactly um so I've kind of always just been you know I've always been around it um I started like kind of just going to the gym with her because that's where she like when she would pick me up from school like that's where we would we would go we'd go to the Y yeah. so um you know so I kind of was always you know active in that sense I played um tennis in high school um and then I played uh, a little bit in college as well awesome decided that playing a sport in college wasn't really my thing um especially being work. in the middle of the city of Boston oh, yeah. I'm like I don't want to go to practice right I, now yeah. <laughs> don't blame you yeah. I don't really blame you don't ever. blame you yeah. Yeah. we were stuck in Amherst so there's really nothing else to do yeah. So you're like, practice sounds good. Yeah, yeah. we're like, sure. Yeah. Social, Social hour. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then I, you know, I remember it was the first summer. So I had taken spin class before. Um, when I was at Emmanuel, Simmons College offered different type of spin. Like, yeah, they had spin, they had yoga, they had like all these. It was really awesome. And we were able to utilize that because it was part of the colleges of the Fenway. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, we got it for free. It was amazing. That's so cool. I so went nice. and I'm like, this is so much fun. And it was like, there was no shoes, you know, there was no like microphone yep. on the instructor. It was like super raw. We were in like a side room, you yep. know, but I'm like, this is awesome. Like, I love everything about this. So after I graduated, I was like on the hunt for like the next spin class. And that's when Bespoke had the pop-up in Falmouth uh -huh. that was next to pizza one and subs the two first. with the black curtain yeah I I <laughs> never taught there that was five was years ago six years like ago the first it was the very first like yeah it was like street. six or seven years ago that yeah, yeah. that's wild wow. it was crazy it's before and you, was it like love, love at first sight yeah love at first sight I was just like I was hooked oh, I loved it, it was do you so remember who fun. taught the first class oh boy you know what I think it was um she She's not, she's not with Bespoke anymore. She was a marathon runner. I, I think her name was Katie, but I'm not, I'm not sure. Oh, Katie Dollar. Yeah, yeah, yes, 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 yeah. yes. That's who it was. Yeah. Yep. I, yeah, I know her. She's, she's awesome. She teaches at Lifetime now, I believe. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah so she was like my first class. And then I obviously I took one of Allie's classes. Yep. yep. So, um. And you just were like, this is it. Mm-hmm. And then when I was working in Newton, I would, um, I would Uber to Federal. 
Oh my god! That commitment. That is, yeah, that is commitment. Well, I wasn't gonna like try to park around no. there. Like that's a nightmare in itself. Like absolutely not. So I was like, all right, I'll just Uber. It's like, not that far. The, well, the Uber was more than the class. Yeah, <laughs> probably there and back. But I'm like, I need to spin. Like, yeah. Like oh what am I gonna gosh. do? So. so you were like an OG bespoke city. I was. Person. I, actually, oh I actually applied to be an. I auditioned. You no did. way back in the day. I probably should have told you this. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh! I had no idea. That's no, don't yeah, yeah, I um. It was when I was at in like as I was at the club in New Inn, and they had asked for you know if you wanted to be part of the family, and I auditioned. Zero experience, like zero. I had like no mentor, like no nothing. So obviously, like I knew, but yeah. it was um, That's so it was so super cool. Fun. Yeah, how I went into yeah. my first audition with this folk too, and yeah, yeah, I told I I didn't make it through the program the mm, first time, the first so time. I totally get it. Yeah, that it like once you have the experience under your belt, you're like, oh, that makes sense why I didn't get it at first. Exactly. That, <laughs> now that I've like. Been spinning for so long I already know I'm like oh yeah I had like no beat when I was when I auditioned that's like I was just yeah. like going with the motion. Yeah, you're like, yeah, this is great. I Perfect. think of yeah. my first audition and I cringe. So I <laughs> yeah. totally, get, like, I literally those like, moments <laughs> where you like think back and you get shivers down your spine. Yeah. You're like, oh, you're no. like, oh, that's embarrassing. Yeah, yes. and the songs I chose, and I'm like, I've never played that song in class ever. Yeah. now. like, why did I choose that song? Hey, you know learning, like, learning. <laughs> is there anything like else you really look forward to? I mean, running is that another big thing that you? No. So you <laughs> don't. No, no, I actually hate it. I actually hate running too. I yeah. don't enjoy it um I have to be completely honest I have not enjoyed this process this marathon training process it has pushed my limits though I will say that it has challenged me in a way that I never you know would have even thought it would have um it just it's like just pushing yourself because it's just literally you in the road and you're yeah. out there and I'm like staring down the barrel of like a 13 mile run on like a Saturday afternoon when all of my friends are day drinking you know yeah, and I have I, to like go out there and do 13 miles I just it's like that hurts my head to think about. It hurts my heart. <laughs> yeah, it's hard and it's challenging. And everyone's like, have you gotten that runner's high yet? And I'm like, that's no. nothing. Sorry. Yeah, I'm like, haven't experienced that. Like, I'm just real thirsty all the time. Yeah. Like, I don't, and I'm hungry yeah. all the time. Oh and I know, gosh. the training is so rigorous. It's well, brutal. Yeah, I want you to talk about how you fit training into your lifestyle right now. So, um, right now, it's been... It's, I've been lucky because I had, when I left the restaurant, I was able to, um, I, I'm back in private clubs now um, on the Cape. So we are closed during the winter. Okay. Um, and, but we still go in and do like clerical work, like planning for like the upcoming season. So right. um, I was like a Monday through Friday, nine to five for the first time in my life ever. Wow. Um, and that's why, that's what prompted me to like, be like, okay, like if I'm going to do it, it's going to be like this week, this year. Yeah. You know, because I you. Was finally had the schedule to be able to do do it. How did um, that schedule feel for you compared to like the past? It was weird. It took a long time to adjust. It took a long time. Like I was like sitting at home at five thirty on a Wednesday, and I'm like, I'm, "What like, the hell? Like, what am I supposed to do?" I'm like, "There's <laughs> nothing on TV." Like, no, there I'm like, "I don't want to go out to dinner again." Yeah. Right. Like, what am I supposed to do with my time right now? I know. So and that's because... why I started doubling with you. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> I'm like, well, I guess I'll just go yeah, to the you studio. Did yeah. She came to my 530, 630 I love that. every Wednesday. So mm -hmm. when you used to work in restaurants, you know, because I mean, restaurants, when you work in them, you're there pretty early and then you're there pretty late. 
So it depends on kind of what's going on yeah. that day. When I was at when I was at the restaurant, I would be in there like eleven thirty noon, mm-hmm. um, and on I would say probably Wednesday, Thursday, Sunday, I would get out at maybe like eleven. Okay, um, and then the rest the other days, so like Friday, Saturday, yeah. uh, I was there until twelve thirty. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. So and I was doing like 12 to 12. Like and then you would get thing. up and. And then I would get up. So specifically, like the, I think the hardest day was. So Friday, I would go into the restaurant at 1130. And then I wouldn't get out until like midnight. And then I would go to the ride 60 on Saturday morning at 7 a.m. <laughs> Because I knew that that was going to be the only time that I was going to be able to fit that workout in. Yeah. Unfortunately, like I don't like my jobs. They don't. It's not eight hours. Right. No, no matter how hard you try, like it's it not an eight hours. No. It will never be an eight hour job. Yeah. No. So um, I was like, I have to squeeze this in if I want to work out. But at least you have that mentality and that realization. I once tried to do restaurant managing in my pursuit of jobs really yeah she did it was events yeah do you want a job <laughs> just gonna, no. I look at your face. I I like, like it. Like it. she's like no 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 I'm good honestly <laughs> as long as it's day shifts only um no I, know, I did not like, no they, nights and weekends and no holidays yeah, yeah. they literally they asked me to like stay late a couple times and I'd be have the biggest attitude and be like, are you sure you really need me? There are four managers on like, why do you need me? And they're like, will you plan this event? And I was like, I can pass it off. <laughs> like, yeah. So I did not like that. That was two, two months I lasted there. So it's not, not for everybody. That. It's like, it's not for everybody. It's, it's not. It's, it's so really hard. hard. I was so tired. Like t- I, I lost everybody. my workout routine when mm-hmm. I did it. So I mm-hmm. applaud you because yeah. I was so tired. You're on it's your feet. Always. You're in high heels, you have to look nice every day. I'm like, I am met where I'm meant to be right now. I had look like at a me. closet at the restaurant. <laughs> you do? Like, so I would go in at 1130 with like no makeup and my clothes like on a hanger. Yeah. And then when it came time for dinner service, I would like put my face on and like yep. get dressed. And I, I oh looked like gosh. they used to laugh at me because I had like a full, I had shoes all under my desk. All my outfits were That's hanging smart, behind though. me. Yeah. Think smarter, not harder. Absolutely. That's way better because you don't have to be like as uncomfortable for the entire day. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. I would be in like yogas and a sweatshirt. Yeah. Because wow. I mean, if you, there's no like guests in the restaurant, then why right. do you need to be all dressed exactly. up? Exactly. But I will say it hasn't, it's not always been. Easy, like it's not all the time that I'm like that. I go through spells mm-hmm. of say I have something like challenging ruts. that's going on in my life and I tend to shut down. Yeah. So those are the times when I probably do need to work out the most, but I just like, I can't. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's hard. It, it's that's when it's challenging. We actually were going through this with um, clients recently. We had a couple clients that were like, yeah, I'm just kind of going through a rut right now. And we're like, you should show up to your session still. It will make you feel so much better. Mm-hmm. It really like not, I mean, even if it has nothing to do with working out, mentally it helps you feel so much better right it really does it and even for me personally like when I know like I'm feeling not so great and I'm like all I want to do is go home and climb into bed and go to sleep and like that's that's all I want to do and not use my brain then I'm like if I work out I know I won't feel that way yeah and it is really hard to push through that sometimes. So there's, it's okay when you can't. Mm-hmm. But what would you say your advice is to people when you are feeling that way? Like, say you don't make it to your workout. What do you do instead to try to kind of like help yourself? 
Well, I definitely, I mean, I think the sense of community. So whenever I am going through something like that, I always reach out to like, you know, people that I know will be in that class yeah, or that can kind of like, you know, talk me out of it and encourage me to hype me up. Exactly. Um, But it's just something that I've learned that I have to just just snap out of myself yep. and I need to say to myself, okay, like enough is enough. Like you had your week that you wallowed yeah. and you didn't, you know, so there you go. Yeah. we And that's the thing. We like all have that. So it's, it's so normal. And it's like nice when you hear other people though, cause I'm sure we have people that work in food and Bev or like a similar industry and they probably go through the same stuff mm-hmm. and they're like, shit, like how do I dig myself out of this mm-hmm. right now? And if you're not careful, it can turn into like months. Oh, and next thing you know, you haven't worked out in like three months. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and then Absolutely. you're in like, you're in a bigger oh, rut. It's yeah. just, it's a downward, it could be a downward spiral if you're not careful. Yeah. Always. Um, Do you find that your colleagues, um, like in the past or currently whatever are on board with you and like in the same headspace of like maintaining this work-life balance and exercise balance or do you find that you're like a black sheep amongst them where you are so focused on keeping that physical mental and work health that is a great question um I've always kind of come in no matter what job I've had I'd would come in off the bat and be like you know if possible I I don't want to be here on Saturday Saturday until say 11 because I want to do an eight o'clock or an eight fifteen class. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I kind of like set that standard. Um, but there's a lot of times where, you know, if there's an event or something, that's kind of an all day thing. Like I have to be okay with knowing that I'm not going to be able to work out that day. Yeah. Um, it has gotten better. Like at the club that I'm at now, um, a, lo- a couple of the managers, like they spin as well and they work out as well. So um, they, un- they understand yeah. and they kind of know where I'm coming from. Um, but then there's been other places that it's almost like, I don't want to say like they mock me, but I'll like come in and they're like, like, oh, oh, your workout. Yeah, 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 exactly. And they're like, I'm like, oh, what did you guys do this morning? And they're like, I woke up and came here. Yeah. Like, what did you do? I was like, oh, I like it. I did a class. And they're like, oh, yeah. For you. Yeah. Kind of like almost talk down to you. Yeah. 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 For like prioritizing your health and yeah, not now, but like in the past. In the past, for sure. Yeah. But if people don't do it, like they don't understand the benefits and like how important it might be for you. Right. What I'm wondering though, is for being a, a, like a level one SOM, like I'm going to be honest, I don't know that many female SOMs. Like every time I've gone Mm. to a restaurant, it's usually a a man. So like, how is it kind of being Mm. a trailblazer for women (laughs) in in a male dominated, like it is, still so male dominated it's like it's crazy brutal so just like quick story the the part when I was at the restaurant the person who had the position before me was um like an older gentleman he Mm -hmm. had been in the industry for a long time he knew everyone and when people would come in and he would be you know hi how are you tonight at the host stand they would always assume that he was like the owner and then Mm -hmm. when I was in that position like like you're the host (laughs) yeah I know. Hiss. I know. <laughs> You're like, are you Anger. kidding me? And then they would be like, my servers would come over and be like, oh, table two um, wants to talk to the Psalm. And I'm like, okay. So I'd go over and I'd be like, hi, how are you tonight? Um, what can I help you with for, you know, can I help you choose a wine? And they're like, oh, you're the Psalm. It would be like some like, like older gentleman and he'd be like, you're like, yeah, You're I know more song. than you. Buckle up. <laughs> it was like, and there was so many times that I had to be like, yes, it's me. How can I help you? Yeah. Like you have to put on that face, you know, yeah. but it's so, it is so hard. 
I can and imagine. It is not. Uh, it's it's ch- it's challenging in so many different ways. Um, that really st- it started to grind me down when people would you know want to talk to the manager and they wouldn't expect it to be me. Or, yeah, or give you attitude that it was you. Exactly. And you're like, no, it's me. But it's me. Like, yeah. like you know those memes when like she like turns around and then like goes like this. And yeah. Like, Hi. Yeah. Or, like, like, oh, let me go get the manager. Oh, it's, it's me. me. <laughs> like, I mean, I could never. I oh, man, I wish I could do that. I know. Awesome. Oh, I know. I'll be right back. <laughs> See, that's why right I back. would not do well in that industry because I would just Carly's say you would, would do it. Yeah, you would, do, you would do that. You I don't would, care. Oh, oh hello, <laughs> peekaboo. Hello there. Well, I think it's amazing that you're doing what you're doing and like with such grace and strength. And Thank a lot you. of people can learn from you in that. Thank in you. in any field that is often like even the fitness industry like a lot of personal trainers that we always say like a lot of people sometimes look and be like I want a guy because like they look stronger exactly and it's like I think a lot of people are unlearning that and it's time people start unlearning that in the food and bev industry like for it's sure. not just for men like exactly women are badass and can do the same thing and mm-hmm. yeah you know what you need to be tough and yeah. you need to you need you know, thick, thick skin. thick skin you need a very thick skin and you need to be able to like I mean like I'm I'm five feet Okay, and I'm like in the kitchen trying to manage these guys that are like 20, 25 years older than me. Like, you know, it's it's a challenging thing and you have to just like kind of put it out of your mind and say, no, this is my position Mm -hmm. and this is why I'm here and I know what I'm doing and I know I'm good at it. Yeah. Do you go in and kind of demand respect right away or do you wait for to like feel any sort of disrespect? Okay, you have to earn it. Um, I always said in the restaurant specifically when I was in um, when I was in the restaurant, not so much in the private clubs because it's kind of a different dynamic. But when I was in the restaurant, I always said that I let my staff, they just have to do their jobs because that's why we're all here. We're all adults and you could just do your job and I, I will be fine and we will be great. It's when you stop doing your job that there's going to be a problem. Yeah. hundred percent. I mean, I think that makes a sense. really yeah. good way I think to that's do it. very fair. It, absolutely. Cause I'm not just going to like come in and be like, all right, I'm the manager. Now. Yeah. <laughs> like, me. Like, like slam the door Watch behind out me. Everybody. Everybody. <laughs> so, um, so we have a couple listener questions. Okay. Um, let's see. One of our listeners asked, how do you unwind at the end of the day? Is that Alexis? No. Oh, I wanted to see what hers was. Alexis asked a question. Oh, she's so excited. She texted me at like 7.30 this morning. I love it. Yeah. I love Shout it. out, Alexis. Be, I'm so excited. Shout Alexis. out to Alexis. We love you. We love you. Uh, but what would you say? Sorry. How do you unwind at down. the end of the day? All right. So this is like such not an exciting answer. I go to bed. I love it. I That's literally you should. go home. Yep. And I wash my face yep. and I go to bed. Are you able to fall asleep right away? Um, so I'll try to like put like TV on in the background yeah. or something, but mostly I can. Yeah. And I know wow. that that's, I'm lucky because a lot of people are like, oh, I didn't get to bed on until, high. right, exactly. Like yeah. they're flying around me. I'm like, no. You just crash. I just need to go to bed. Mm-hmm. I, that's Good that's honestly yeah. wonderful. Yeah. I wish I could do the same <laughs> if I'm out late. Um, Alexis asked, what do you do to stay motivated while training for the marathon? What's your number one motivator? Um, so my number one motivator for the marathon is, I think, um, this past, 
you know, couple of years, um, more specifically the past year, has been extremely challenging just mm-hmm. with everything going on with the pandemic and the restaurant industry Absolutely. and um, moving, you know, away from you know, not being at the restaurant anymore um, and having to kind of make that transition. So this was something for myself that I said, I need to do this for me to prove to myself that I am strong, yes. that I am worthy and that everything that's happened in the past is in the past now. And now this is like the new start. Oh, I this love is that. going forward. Wow. Thanks, guys. That made me emotional. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, it's, I, it's, yeah, it's a journey. Yeah. Like it's, it's not just like, I didn't just like wake up one day and was like, I no. want to run this year. Like, no, it was something that I think I needed to do. Yep. Wow. That's great. I love that. I am so impressed because <laughs> I, I mean, the training alone is just like, Oh, it's brutal. It's awful. Yeah. <laughs> it, uh, but then there's my cousin, not to like sidetrack, but then there's my cousin, uh, shout out Matthew Wood. Hi. Hey, shout out. hey Matt. Um, so he lives in Southie, of course. Love it. Yeah. Uh, cause he's in his twenties and um, you gotta, you gotta he decided, to. yeah. So he went to Villanova and he, uh, rode crew. He was in like that head of the Charles thing. Amazing. Oh, yeah. He's awesome. That's so cool. So he texted me like, I don't know, like, two and a half months ago and was like, I think I want to run. Like, what are your thoughts? And I was like, totally do it. He got a charity and like two weeks later, like went out and did 20 miles. <gasps> so he's fine. So he can, um, I love him so much. You're but like, the, screw you. I was so mad. Uh, I would have literally been so angry. Oh, I, yeah. I, I, so. Oh. <laughs> It was no, ri- ridiculous. I, that's twenty miles. A special kind of person can do that. Very well, he's few. He's also I like think. six two. He's like twenty five. He has long legs. Nice long oh, legs. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Like, so he's know. running it too. He is. So you'll so be fun. there together. Yeah, we're gonna be there together. He's probably gonna finish three hours before me, but that's, that's totally okay. fine. It, I mean, he's six, he's a whole foot taller than you. Literally. So. Yeah. So yeah. That, that's okay. That, that yeah. would be normal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, we already kind of covered how you find the motivation to work out when you stay up so late. Someone asked, "Why wine?" Not beer, tequila. What's so special about wine? Wow. Because, oh, that's a great question. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so there is actually, you can get certifications. For, so in the SOM training, you learn about wine and spe- uh, beer and spirits. You do? You do. It's a very small section. Okay. Um, but there's also, like, there's people that have taken classes about tequila. Yeah. And, like, yeah. bourbon. Like there's bourbon classes and whiskey classes. And then brewers are obviously like. Mm-hmm. The, Brewer. Oh the, yeah, the craft beer. Yeah. That's like a huge, that's having, I mean, it's oh been gosh. a moment now I, for a while. Yeah, yeah. big moment. Yeah, big, <laughs> big. Like the craft beer industry is wild right now. Um, I think with wine, it's, it's kind of like everything has a story. Yeah. It's really cool that, you know, I can open up a bottle of wine that it's like a special occasion. And I can know that like this wine was rated a hundred points by like all of the critics across the board because it was the perfect like growing season that year. Um, and that it's been, you know, cellared for X amount of time. So this is like the perfect time to drink it. And Ugh. like just knowing that like you're almost like drinking a piece of history. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's what's really cool. Have you it's gone really to cool. Napa ever? No. Oh it's so the I best place in the world. To, you gotta I, go. I know. I have to go. I have to go. Um, and I was going to go this, this winter, but I decided to sip by a pool instead. That's in all my Dominican. Yeah, <laughs> that's okay. Oh, like, darn. No, one, no one's judging you. <laughs> I can't no believe you decided like to do that. We could go to Napa, but like I've also, we haven't had a vacation since before the pandemic. So why don't we just sit I mean, like Napa would feel a little bit like work. Yeah, Probably it because it's like, ex- like it's extending your knowledge on wine. Right, exactly. And like you also are, you have to build. Um, so you, I would have to talk with like the reps to get yeah. appointments at the different wineries. Yeah. And then you have to be like on and. Yeah. Yeah. 
I Dominican guess. sounds a little bit more relaxing. Yes. It was fun. Yeah. <laughs> so, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I can only imagine. That I'm just not awesome. getting stuck there for two days, but other than that, um, you did get stuck. The flight. Yeah, we couldn't uh, get out. We couldn't get out. It was, I mean, everyone's having flight problems right now. Uh, like, yeah. It's real bad. It's so bad. But uh, yeah, we were stranded there for like two days. Oh my gosh. It was I mean, worst places to be stranded, but it's bad when you're like, you know, need you to like be home. That, well, you were, we were in the airport. It's not even like we were going any. Yeah. You were that. stuck in there for two days. Okay. Yeah. Trauma. Trauma. Oh my god. So we kind of <laughs> talked about this before we started recording, but what is your favorite wine? So my favorite wine is, um, so it's called Eight Years in the Desert. It's a red blend. I really love like red blends and Zinfandels. Yeah, when I my say mom Zinfandel, loves Zinfandel. Right, but I don't mean white Zin. No, no, she, no, she red. Oh, okay. red. Red, red. Okay. I don't <laughs> like so white either. It's so funny when people are like, oh, like the Carlo Rossi, like <laughs> white Zin. You're the like, pink no. wine. Yeah, the pink wine. I'm like, no. Um, so it's called Eight Years in the Desert. It's a red blend. It's absolutely fantastic. It's so just like rich and Mm. creamy and delicious and there's a fantastic story behind it too and which I can it's super quick yeah no so, so take us. your time tell so us the, so or, uh, Orin Swift is a really really cool vineyard vineyard um it's in Napa um it's kind of like a new and upcoming winery it hasn't been around for like you know 100 years or whatever and uh it's kind of, it's, it's up and coming and the, the the reason why I was drawn to their wines in the first place was because every wine has kind of a cool label on it and love labels later, mm. label yeah it's all about the label, all right? about the label and then I found out that the labels are actually photographs that were like taken by like people you know like the proprietors and things like that yeah so that's really cool but so it's called eight years in the desert and the winemaker his name is dave finney um who works for orange swift and then i don't know if you guys have ever heard of the prisoner yeah okay so dave finney was basically created the prisoner when he worked for prisoner wine company um and when he left prisoner wine company to do his own like winemaking um he had to sign like a non-compete so he couldn't make a zinfandel for eight years or a red blend for eight years so thus after the eight years is over he created eight years in the desert wow oh my gosh wait i love that story that is so cool and that was why i was able to sell i mean i would sell cases of that wine at the restaurant because i had that you have that story with yeah and it's great and people and then it's a delicious wine on top of it right it's not too heavy it's not like dusty i am not a fan of like those big french like you you drink it and you're like your mouth is dry like and you're like like, scraping the tannins i can't can't do it i I, can't do it that's when you need a tongue scraper at night (laughs) (laughs) you gotta like brush the red yeah no yeah mouth it whole mouth is stained and you're like what's happening (laughs) so for you know my girly my trader joe's girlies which i am one of them have you ever shopped wine at trader joe's i haven't shopped wine at trader joe's but my uncle who's a huge wine guy he goes to costco for his really really yes i've heard that there's amazing wine there amazing wine so wow what would you say your favorite like inexpensive like but very good wine is for red and any white like any red and any white so oh that's a great question um so if you want to like so i would say for white if you wanted just like a say sauvignon blanc yeah like super approachable um everyone's gonna like it not too expensive Mm -hmm. i would probably say um probably like the kim crawford yeah yeah which, I mean, there's like the commercials. And I yes. actually, um, I was really good friends with this chef. Um, her name was Liz Bramwell. Um, she, that was one of her favorite wines. Really? I mean, she loved wine. Yeah. yeah. I've tried it. I, I like it. Yeah, yeah I like it. It's good. 
I like that. I like Santa Margarita for like basics. So Pino, Santa Margarita yeah. Pinot Grigio is fantastic. Yeah, that one too. So good. Yeah. That's very good. Um, for reds, that's tough. I know. Cause red I mean, tough. red is tough because I There's feel like so many. there are so many and their preference of what kind of red you want. Right. Too. And there's so many. Pinot Noir. Right. Cab Sav. Ugh, I'm right. a cab. I'm like, I'm a literal hoe for Cab Sav. I could just, they're my, it's my favorite. Do you love like a, like, do you like it more on the fruitier side or do you like it more on the drier side? I okay. like a, a more fruity cab. Okay. But like, here's the thing. I, I don't know. I'll drink a dry one, but it always depends on what I'm eating with it, which like, I'm one mm -hmm. of those people. She's where like I'm, a oh, foodie. That's that's yeah. Good. Yeah. That's so good. like, uh, my dad will, my dad also works in the wine industry as well. So like, he's kind of made me a bit of a wine snob, mm -hmm. which I'm not proud of <laughs> at like 25 years old. Like, no, it's good. You, have to you gotta know early. what you like. Exactly. You gotta know what you I'm like. I'm a little bit of a brat about it, but I think, I don't know. I'm team fruity. I know Carly's shardy party all the way. I'm a shardy party. No, like, I love a good shard to the name. It's, it. like, it's like apple juice, but with alcohol. Yeah. Basically. It's, yeah. It's okay, so I, I, hate I used to be a Riesling girl. I used to be like a oh, same here. Love yes. Riesling. I and loved it. You know that Riesling is one of like probably the most undervalued, like those grapes that they use to make Riesling are thousands of years old, but like it's not getting its moment because people just assume that it's like a fruity white because yeah. it's sweet. Exactly. But, but no, it's really, yeah, there is dry. So Dr. Lucen for a dry Riesling. Oh, really? Dr. really? Lucen's we so were good. relaxed Riesling. Yeah. Bitches. Oh, relax is we a good one. That blue bottle. Yes, absolutely. I love relax. Yes. <laughs> I remember the first year I was 21 and this is like a tiny little sidebar. It was like Christmas and like me and Carly were in our Riesling moment. Prime. Like yeah. we were like, oh, us we drink wine we drink relax you know obviously <laughs> and we asked our dad to get like a like a case, case of, of relax, relax. Yeah. and when i tell you we made every single one of our friends become like obsessed with that's a riesling awesome. but now everyone ha all of our taste buds have evolved like yeah. now that's too sweet for us yep. you know what i mean honestly yep. now though like i won't drink it by like like every day, but in the summer like a nice riesling is oh, so absolutely. good yeah. like a rosé rosé oh. What's your favorite so, rosé? Oh, oh, man. I would probably have to say Miraval, which is from the Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt's vineyard. Which oh, they're not really? together anymore, but they I don't I don't know if they both like still co-own it or whatever, but it's their vineyard in California. Wow. Oh my gosh. It's called Miraval and it's delicious. I think Miraval. I brought Whispering Angel for you. Guys. Oh my Did I? Yeah. I, no, I brought something else that's better. Okay. Well, <laughs> I I love Whispering Angel, but I also like I really was into rosé. I think it was rosé all day last year. Mm -hmm. And it was, I like a sweeter rosé still. Like mm -hmm. I don't love a dry rosé. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I guess I have a sweet tooth, but I don't like Moscato. Oh no, that's a dessert. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 you know, when you're like out to dinner and like, yeah, like someone's like newly 21 and they're yeah. like, oh, I love a glass of Moscato. Okay. And I'm always like, yikes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, sure. You're like, you I'll sure? I'll get you that glass. Yeah, I can get you something else. That, that glass of really sugar. That. Like, it yeah. tastes literally like you're chewing on granulated sugar. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, but it, I, is. it, it no, really it's does. It's so sweet. I, but for all any of you girlies that feel targeted by that, start drinking Riesling or what was the other, what's the other one? It's like a fancy word. I feel like. Gewürztraminer? Yes. 
Yes, I, I really like the Pashmina's delicious. Th- they're yeah. super good too and yeah. sweeter. It's a little bit sweeter, so it's on like a Riesling kind Va- of same like a vibe. vibe. Yeah. Riesling vibe, but it is a little bit sweeter. Love yeah, it. so it's fun to say another word. Fun to say. I know it <laughs> is fun to say, and you'll sound Schmina. really fancy instead of saying you want Moscato. Yeah. Yes. You exactly. won't get the weird look. You really won't see a lot of Gewürz demeanor by the glass, though. No. Yeah. You would probably have to get a bottle. Honestly, I, I forget where I went the other day, and there was one by the glass, and I almost ordered it just for funsies. But yeah. I was like, I it's cold out. I can't drink white wine when it's cold. <laughs> really? I, just, yeah. I think of like the wines that I did drink before I even started having like any interest in wine, <laughs> and I am like... Oh yeah, like, like shivers. It's full on cringe. <laughs> it's yeah. what's the kangaroo wines or like um, oh, um, the oh, yellowtail. Yellowtail. I don't even know if I. So I'm just gonna say it. I don't even care. So I was. I loved Seven Deadly Zins. Oh yep. my god, yeah. And I think I tasted that recently, and I was like, woof. <gasps> like what was yeah. that? It was, it was just, it's very sweet. It's it everywhere it's like, though. Yeah. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. And you can get it. I mean, cause it's, you know, it's, it's like, like a, they take grapes from like 10. all different. So that's why like you're able to get wines like that, like in store and it's like relatively inexpensive mm-hmm. because what they're doing is they're just taking grapes from like all these other vineyards and just like putting them together to make that wine. Oh, Whereas like you get like a start to get a higher priced wine when the vines are older, when you're getting it from like a single vineyard oh. versus multiple vineyards. That's so interesting. Wow. I literally love this because I love wine so Yeah, I know. Much. Like, I have a really fun Shiraz that I brought that if you, I think that you would really like. Uh, um, it's like a Shiraz Cabernet blend. Ooh. It's Yeah, so it takes um, grapes from a Shiraz uh, in Australia because Australia is known for their Shiraz. And then it takes grapes, um, a Cab grapes from Napa. And it puts them together. Wow, that sounds. Because it's the two. It's two great. Two of the best vines, like for those varieties, and then they put them together. Wow. See, that's the coolest part about wine, though. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, there's. (laughs) It's like a creation. Never Mm -hmm. ending, like combinations. Too. Mm -hmm. I feel like you can just always have something. But so I have a couple questions before we close this out. Mm -hmm. What charity are you running for? Yes. Where can people donate to it? Yep. Um, and where can they find you? And if they have questions, are you open to questions? Like on like your Instagram? Oh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Um, awesome. So Instagram is Cat Corbo. Cat like Corbo. C A T. Not K A T. No, C A T. Yes. And thank you to Meg Mars for giving me that name because no one had ever like used my first and last name together before I like started spinning. Really? Yeah. No way. Yeah. It was like, I was like, always oh, Cat or Catherine, but never Cat Corbo. And now I'm like Cat Corbo everywhere. Oh, I, I love like, it. Yeah. It's awesome. Oh it's my fun. Gosh. Um, so I am running for the Jillian Rainey Stepping Strong Foundation. It's out of Brigham and Women's Hospital. And, um, they are doing research for trauma victims, um, that have lost limbs. Wow. So it was started by, um, a family whose daughter actually lost her leg in the Boston Marathon bombings. Um, which when I had started researching charity, I knew that I wanted to run for a charity that had some sort of involvement with the bombings because that was when I was working at MIT. Oh and I actually gosh. knew um, Officer Sean Collier as well. Oh my gosh. So I had, you know, kind of said to myself, I want to do this for him. I want to do this for all the families out there that were affected by that tragedy because it, you know, it affected me in a personal way. Of course. As well. Um, so it's just, they're, they're fantastic. And there's um, so many people that are running. I mean, we have like thousands of runners um, that are running for that charity. Wow. So it's so much fun. Um, and if you want to donate, um, you can just go on the Stepping Strong website. And then my slogan is Cats Marathon Mission. Love I love it. that. Okay. Awesome. So make sure if you have the means to go donate to that amazing cause. And if not, look out for her. Do you know your bib number yet or no? I 
do. I don't know it like off the top yeah, of my I was head. Like, it's, but I'm gonna have like my space buns. Oh my gosh! So I'm sure I'm gonna stick out like a sore thumb, and I'll have the stepping strong um, jersey jersey on and everything like that. Amazing! So, yeah, we will excited. be at the halfway yes. point. Do you, you on. So excited. Do you have any closing statements that you want to make to the eat the damn cake, the baby cakes? Yeah, <laughs> the baby cakes. That's one. so cute. <laughs> I, I love that. Um, I guess basically from what I've learned from the whole like past like year and in three years with everything that's kind of happened in our like changing world is I think we kind of all have to give ourselves, um, cut ourselves a little bit of slack. You know, it's been yes. such a challenging time for everybody. And I think that it's really important for to maybe even be a little selfish to yep. make sure that you're putting yourself first and that you're taking Absolutely. care of yourself. And if there's something that you really want to do because you think that's going to be for the betterment of you mm -hmm. and those around you that you need to just do it. And that was kind of why I decided to run because I said I need to do this for myself. Ugh. Amen. Amen, sister. Oh. I love that so much. Well, we hope you all loved Kat Corbo as much as, as we much did. as we did. Um, go follow her, Kat Corbo, on Instagram. Yep, C A T so C O R B O, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I can't spell out loud and picture it in my head. That is like <laughs> something in my brain that doesn't disconnects. Um, please do not forget to rate, review, subscribe, and feel free to reach out to her. Slide into DMs if you have any questions, if you need a wine recommendation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know, Absolutely. actually, but you're like on the clock. You, you, that's like oh, off no, the clock I, for no, you. No, but I talk about wine. I love wine. All I know. right, Absolutely. right. I love wine. Anytime. <laughs> or if you want to catch a spin class with her on the Cape or wherever. Um, yes. My, yes. Monday nights, always 515, 615. Love yeah, that for you. Mondays with Meg. Mondays with Meg. That's a thing. Yes. I that is that. a major thing. Yes, it is That's like vibe. this Ugh, waitlisted every week, right? Yeah. Especially it's, the 615. You got to slither in. Slither, you slither on slither. in there. Waitlists work. People. Yeah, they do. They do actually. I love yeah. it. You should, honestly, you should work for Bispo. Come on. <laughs> Maybe soon. Maybe one soon. day. Maybe one day. Oh my gosh, I love that. that. Well, thank you again. You're thank amazing. You and awesome. everyone have a great rest of your week. Go get after it. Eat the damn cake. Love you. Bye. <laughs>